Good day, mams and sirs. Welcome to a podcast greater than Tommy's ridiculous ring size. Brought to you by my lovable ass, and as always, I bring my best buddy who's fat. His hair's so thin that supermodels are jealous. His t-shirt is stained with ketchup and relish. He's been on keto more times than that catch-me-outside girl has been on memes. And if he recorded himself having sex, it'd be like a John Carpenter Halloween scene. Scary as fuck and someone would die. All the women would just freeze up and cry. But he managed to find one who can stomach his gluttony. So he married her and bought her some cutlery. Now she's making him meals and adding cream cheese and asking God, wake me up from this terrible dream, please. She'll be on the show later for a cameo appearance. I made the request and he gave me the clearance. But I'll wrap up my intro with this parting mark of a penman. It's episode eight of a podcast, Birds from Our Friendship. Tommy, you overfed, boner head, too much milk and cookie, hairy like a wookie, kind of greasy, really smelly, Michael J. Fox ass shaken, bellied, fuck ass Washington. What's up, man? Yeah, I'm so excited for today's episode. We have so much content to get through in a short period of time to do it. I'm pretty excited myself. You said you did something with the mics, and I'm interested to see how it goes. Well, I'll tell you what, when we're done with this, we're going to listen to it back. See how it sounds. I just assumed when you said you did something with the mic that you actually are using an extra mic as a seat right now. Like, I can't see it because it's hidden inside you. That's disgusting. You're a fall person. I'm just assuming what I know about you is, uh, you know, related to the microphones as well. All right. Yep, come on. Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. All right, Pat, we got one piece of mail this week, uh, or since the last episode. It's from Griff. What up, fellas? First time, long time. You could say that there's seven episodes, right? Anyways, wanted to let you guys know I'm digging the content so far. Makes me want each episode once the previous is done. I've been thinking a lot about one of the reviews that said you guys need to wrap up segments better and I don't think after listening to each episode that I could disagree more. Knowing the title and its meaning, who doesn't jump from topic to topic when shooting a shit with the boys on break or, or smoke break for you guys? That's the beauty of your pot, is you guys keeping it real with each other and making listeners feel like they're out there behind the building taking one up, taking one up with you. <laughs> I don't really know what that means. Keep it going, guys. Really enjoy the show. Uh, yeah. So talk about Griff. <laughs> Man, taking one up with you proves that uh, Griff is not a smoker. Like, that's not terminology used by smokers. But other no. than that, like, I'm, I'm super happy that he's super happy with the podcast. But, like, taking one up where? where? <laughs> maybe that's a typo or something talking it up with you maybe is what he meant I don't know um, I do probably every episode he shoots me a text message and says uh, he gives me personal feedback like the last episode he listened to he said he could not disagree more with my movie choices that it's... we cannot differ anymore I think it's fucked up that Griff has my cell phone number and he doesn't text me for anything Including the podcast. Well, clearly he likes me more than he likes you. I mean, that seems pretty reasonable, actually. Yeah, he was the best man at my wedding, not you. I believe our name tag said otherwise. Yeah, that doesn't matter. Uh, so we can move into <clears throat> oh, what we've heard word of mouth. Uh, I got a lot of good feedback from the Takeover show. 
for the people that watched it. Yeah, I gotta tell you, like I felt like we were just three fat fucks sitting on a couch. But for whatever reason, I have had nothing but positive feedback. I was not happy with the show at all. I thought it went okay, um, especially for our first time ever. Um, I've actually looked more into uh, maybe live streaming us recording, and so you won't get all the content that we that happens behind the scenes. But you would, you would on the Twitch or however we stream it. You just wouldn't get it on the full podcast. So you would stream live for whatever an hour and then the actual show like as it is as is released it would be like 45 minutes or whatever yeah like we typically been doing an hour and a half shows um but we could live stream on youtube like our process the bullshitting in between us recording yeah um the fucking no, I, jokes I, and me getting pissed at you because you suck i do consistently get feedback that uh we should go to 45 minutes. I, well, I shouldn't say that. Somebody today said, are you still doing two, two hours each episode? And I was like, eh, like an hour and a half. Yeah, I mean, I very seldom do people comment about how long it is or how short it is. Yeah, I don't know. I, I will say, like the podcasts that I listen to are all wrestling or wrestling adjacent. And they are very long. And I think we've talked about this, that like I'll listen to it on the way to work, I'll listen to it on my lunch break, I'll listen to it on the way home. I'll just, like, it's nice that I have something to look forward to. Something I to didn't consume. finish it. Yeah. It's kind of like uh, if you don't binge watch a television show, you know, like, oh, cool, I get to watch a couple episodes tonight. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's kind of how I feel about it. If you're going to, if you like it, you're going to listen to it, no matter how long it is. Yeah. And, I mean, we don't have time to do two episodes a week. So there's a 0% chance we're going to do three episodes a week. So I guess we're just going to keep our time format how it is for now. Yeah. The podcast ends when it ends. Uh, there's going to be some longer ones, some shorter ones. We're going to try and bang this one out, but I feel like we have a lot of content to get through today. I feel like it's going to go without much editing. Like this is going to be largely conversation based. Not a lot of research needs to be done <laughs> because we're giving like we're going to do the uh, the recap of the movies that we each assigned to each other, and then we're going to do, <laughs> I think, a news story, and I don't know what else there is. I can tell you that I'm not prepared for whatever else there is, because that would involve me being prepared. Yeah, which never happens. Correct. Uh, any other feedback that, that you got? No, I, I keep getting that everybody thinks we're super funny. Um, that is a consistent thing. See, and, here's the thing, guys. We need a segment for mail time, and it's not much if there's only one message a week. So that's if true. you Actually, shoot on over to you know Twitter, Facebook, on our website, which is how uh, we've gotten the last two messages, um, you can drop us a line. It automatically shoots us an email. Um, let us know how we're doing. Uh, I, I would also, I, I'm going to put this out there. I would gladly... If, if anybody's interested in the roast style that I introduce Tommy every week, if there's somebody you would like to have roasted so you could play it for them, you just send me some particulars, you know, a physical description, maybe some annoying habits that they have, maybe their likes and dislikes, and uh, I'll rip them to shit. That's a promise. How about this, Pat? I'm going to throw this out there. We'll see if anybody bites. Oh, my God. Please tell me I'm allowed to make fun of your mom. Please tell me I'm allowed to make fun of your mom. Okay, go ahead. You're not allowed to make fun of my mom. Oh, my God. It's going to be a sister. It's going to be a sister. Here we go. I'm going to make fun of a sister. Nope. Okay. I want to hear from people that we don't know. 
because so far all the feedback has been from people we actually know, except for that one review on Dalton. Yeah, the Dalton guy. So for the next, the very first person who sends us feedback that we don't know, Pat and I had shirts made that say the number nine podcast with Tommy. And on the back, it says, I shit in the ocean frequently. Now, we only have one size because we're fat fucks. Thank you, because that's exactly what I was thinking. was like, this person who gives us this feedback better be cold at night and need a fucking sleeper or better be huge. <laughs> huge. Um, whoever is the first one that we don't know to send us feedback, I will mail you one of those shirts. How's that sound? Make sure you leave your contact information in the fucking email. Yeah, the email, Twitter, DMs, whatever. Uh, number nine pod on Twitter. Find me on Tinder. Yeah, you can find Pat on Tinder if you're a girl or a guy. He's in that too. That's not true. My Tinder is not. I wonder if my Tinder can be seen by dudes. Probably. All right. Anything else, Pat? All right. No. That's the episode. All right. Me, Versace. Once somebody shot me. And I was just checking the mail. Get it? Checking the mail. All right. So we got a special guest today. We brought her all the way from upstairs to the basement. Uh, it's my lovely, beautiful, stunning, great cook, pain in my ass wife, Miss Erica Washington. Welcome <laughs> to the show. The crowd goes crazy. Erica, what's up? Wow, that was such a wonderful intro. I did not realize that your wife was going to use a radio talk show host of a sex show voice on the radio. I'm very excited for this. <laughs> I think, I want to say, I think that's the first time Tom said... I was a good cook. She's okay. Which is <laughs> That's no. usually what I get. The truth is that Erica is probably, I, I actually think hands down, Erica is the best cook I've ever met in my life. And Tom's just an ass hat. <laughs> it happens. When Pat was living with us, he thought Tom was joking for like a year. I did, yeah. I, <laughs> Basically, I, Tom would be like, eh, her food's okay. Eh. And Pat would rave about every single You got to keep meal. her on toast. I, I, I legitimately thought it was like an ongoing inside joke that I just wasn't there for the beginning of. And then one day I like I put together Tom was serious. He isn't insane for Erica's cooking. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is wrong with your taste buds, bro? All right. So the reason we have Erica on the show today is because I made Erica. Well, I didn't make her, but she watched Lucky Number Slevin with me. Yeah. So I want yeah. Erica to give her review. Then I'll give my review. And then we're going to hear what Patrick thought of cocktail i don't think he was too excited to watch it but we'll see hmm. so erica what do you think i actually really liked it <laughs> i called it right off the bat like who the guy was get the fuck out don't no spoilers but get the fuck out really the young the First younger off, guy? time out time out what do you mean no spoilers? The movie was made in 2006 if you haven't <laughs> yeah. seen the movie that's totally relevant and topical now that's 14 years ago, Pat. Yeah. You're an idiot. Keep going, Erica. Yeah, so um, I did, I said, right? I said right off the bat, I think that's the kid. And, um, but then the rest of the time I enjoyed it. I did not, I couldn't figure out who Bruce Willis's character was um, and how he tied in. But uh, I thought overall it was a good movie. I think um, I actually text Pat when the movie was over and said, and I quote, 
Now that's a fucking movie. That movie <laughs> was dynamite. I think it was a great movie. I think it was a great pick, Pat. I think Tom, I um, wouldn't steer you wrong. I didn't steer you wrong, Pat. But anyway, <laughs> I didn't say you did. Um, but I think when I called it, we both did that. That was the kid. I thought because it doesn't show the dad dying mm-hmm. in the beginning, right? So I was like, that's the dad, and they're going after them for the mom, right? So that's the only part that I had wrong. Um, great ending when he saves the girl. Did you put together that the entire movie was a Kansas City shuffle? So in the beginning of the movie, the guy sits down next to the other guy at the yeah, bus station. They, he explains the Kansas City shuffle is when you everyone looks left, you go right. And then the entire movie Well, is, that's what he was explaining to the kid that he kills that he sets up. And he's explaining... We're going to do a Kansas City shuffle. Yeah. And that's, yeah, I kind of figured that. Like, that was the whole premise of the movie. So this ties directly into, we had a whole conversation about red hearings last time we podcasted. It wasn't the last time, but yeah, it was in the last couple of times. You get what I'm saying, yeah. The the movie was packed with them, and I love that shit. I love twisty movies. Like I said, I think it was an excellent movie. If you haven't seen it, definitely give it a watch. Um, I'm going to spoil it. The kid in the beginning Mother ends up going back and why? kills everybody. Um, I don't want to be on a podcast with Tom when he spoils <laughs> things. I hope you guys understand that this is the reason Tom is the, the name on the podcast, because he's taking all the credit for the spoilers. I have no problem with that. Listen, the movie's 14 years old. We did get a text message from Mason, who said he had just watched um, Uncut Gems. Yeah, 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 like two days before he listened to the like ep- these two bozos. I did not unlike these two bozos. I did not like the movie. Griffin also said that that was one of the worst movies he had ever seen. There you I go. Gotta tell you that, so there are, <laughs> I, there are. I like this is one of those beauties in the eye of the beholder things because um, it's like when we were walking out of the Joker, the new one with Joaquin Phoenix, my brother and I. And he's like, wow, that's not really what I expected. I'm like, no, right? Like, the stairs, like, the re- representation of the stairs in that fucking movie. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, the stairs. It's like the struggle, like, with somebody with mental health. You have to, every day. Every episode of mental health. Every, every day when the Joker goes home, he has to climb these just, like, dreary, awful, dreadful steps. It's like a, it's a metaphor for his entire life. Everything is just an uphill battle. And he's like... What the fuck are you like? That's not part of the movie. And now, like, if you go, like, if you Google it, there's just thousands and thousands of people taking pictures on those steps because it meant so much to them. So I think people take certain things out. Like, I spent a lot of time in New York City. We used to go, like, on weekends and just, like, hang out in Chinatown or hang out in Rockefeller Center or whatever. I have some family down in New York City. So Adam Sandler plays a very specific type of person. It's, it's a stereotype, but he nails it. Well, well, yeah, he is. I mean, he's Jewish, I so think, he gets the community better than anybody. I think it also <laughs> goes down, uh, comes down to what you find, what you personally find funny, or what you like personally in a movie, right? Like because your all of your like top three movies last week would not make. I mean, I don't really have a top three list, but being a female bridesmaids. Hands down, one of the funniest movies ever. This is true. So we're laying in bed last night, and Erica starts <laughs> talking to me about the podcast, and that's one of the things that she brought up. 
And before it came out of her mouth, I said, you're going to say that stupid fucking movie, Bridesmaids. Now, you don't get me wrong. like Bridesmaids? I did. I wouldn't put it in a top three funny movie. Oh, I thought it was hysterical. Well, you, but this the goes funniest back part to... of that movie is when they start shitting their pants when they go to the fucking... Uh... Yeah, the chick <laughs> pops a squat and shits in the sewer drain. Um, no, but like that, that goes back to... I think we've had this conversation on the podcast where I don't particularly relate to female comedians. I don't listen to a lot of female musicians. Because I don't relate, relate to females. Which is surprising because he's very confident. And that's why he's single. Wow. <laughs> Erica's asking for an intro, I gotta tell ya. I feel like episode nine's gonna have an intro yeah. for Erica. I have a lot of hatred built up. Um, so yeah, before no, we like... get into pet... Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. I'm sorry, I cut you off, Pat. Are, you know what? I was on and on. Go ahead. Well, we don't want to upset driver Andy, so uh, I respectfully disagree. I would love to upset driver Andy. <laughs> eh. Um, I was going to ask Erica what her top three comedies were since she wanted to kind of chime in on the topic last night when I was trying to go to sleep. <laughs> well, I was talking about this to Pat when he came over and made himself dinner. Um, Without asking. <laughs> I don't have top three for movies, but I have top three TV shows. Um, we did talk a lot about you TV did shows. Talk about I think TV we should shows. give her the pass and allow the... the top, it, it wasn't right. top three movies. It was top three comedies. I just want to throw that yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, comedies. I, I didn't say movies. I said top out. three comedies. Oh, okay, okay. I just I want to make sure that I we have a future set of podcasts where we can cover other types of movies. <laughs> I really want to milk this for all it's worth. <laughs> All right, it makes sense. I mean, since somebody emails in with uh, questions or comments or things we could talk about, sure. I, I wonder how uh, high your viewership will go after this podcast. Well, this is a true story, too. <laughs> Here we fucking Andy, go. Here Andy, we fucking go. No, I've been begging my wife to promote this on her Facebook page because there is no post ever in our relationship that I've been tagged in with her that I got less than 150 likes or hearts or whatever. So I've been telling her, and now that she's been on the podcast, she's going to go out and tell all of her friends, and I'm going to have to mail out a t-shirt next week. Not only, <laughs> not only that, she's going to be like, listen, the only episode you need to listen to is episode eight, and there's going to be a huge spike in like listenership for one fucking episode. Yeah, but listen, if we keep 10% of those, that's still like a million. That's, that's true. Yeah. Just the runoff of Erica's success. Erica started a, a damn TikTok channel. And One she video. Posted, two, she posted two, a over video. Over 400,000 views. The video was over a year old. Facts. And the fuck, yeah, in the six figures. Are you kidding me? It's over four, it got bought by Viral Hog that they're going to try and sell it to oh, or license it. it. Yeah. yeah, they're going to try and license it to people that put it on TV. And for whatever somebody pays for it, we get half the money. By we, they mean they, not I. I'm not part of that we. Damn it. Me. By me. me. Oh. <laughs> well, not for nothing, How Pat. You might love me, Pat. Snade. Pat walked in here like he still lived here and just made himself a plate of food today. To be fair, if Erica <laughs> cooks, everybody should eat. All it's right. amazing. Top three uh, TV shows on. Let's go. Okay, so... Uh... Criminal Minds. It's a good one. Is that one of the SVU things? No. No, it's Criminal Minds. What am I thinking of? CSI. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Is it similar? They're no, the you're BAU. thinking of Law and Order. 
Oh, okay. What's Criminal Minds? It's the behavior analysis unit of the FBI. Wonder why Erica liked it so much. Yeah, no shit. That's right up Erica's field of work. Except I don't work with creepies. (laughs) That's That's not true. She's a serial killer. She does work with the mind, not with that type of mind. Um, So that, I love that. I got a few of my friends into that show. Um, Another one is, (laughs) and this is kind of like my, you guys were saying like if Friends is on, you get hooked into it and you can't like stop watching it. So I can change the channel if Friends is on. It's not that big of a deal for me, but (laughs) always, always. Erica lists reasons why we should get divorced every day. (laughs) I get hooked on, and this is an old, old one, Unsolved Mysteries. One of my favorites. So here's here's my beef. I tried to watch Unsolved Mysteries. Have we talked about this? Did I tell you about my most recent? There's no. Unsolved Mysteries from like 06, yeah. right? No, farther than that. No, no, like new. Oh, oh, I'm, oh. I'm talking towards 2020, not away from it. No, yeah, because the older ones had the awesome-ass host who was creepy <laughs> as shit. Um, but he was like the dude from Tales from the Crypt, but like the real-life version. <laughs> No, so I watched this episode from 06, and it's a, it's awesome. It's it's about this guy. It's the first episode that was available on Netflix. So I'm like, I'm going to start on episode one. I'm going to watch this whole shit, and it's going to be amazing. And then I realized when the episode ended that I had gotten all this information, and I had all this interest. They had truly, like, sucked me in, and there's no fucking finish. And I was so <laughs> mad. I'll never watch another episode of Unsolved Mysteries again. I was fucking, it's, and I knew. By the, the name, name of yes. the show. No, I know, I know. I fucking knew that it was coming. And in my head, I was remembering that creepy old dude being like, since this episode aired, yeah, we have gotten updates. this. Yeah, yeah. Update. Yeah. Yeah. And that's do, 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 do. It's yeah. like a weird music. So, like, if I knew which episodes had updates, I would be able to watch just those episodes. Erica's pointing out a spider in the basement. Um. Ooh. <laughs> I'd be the only one that would. I'll eat that fucker. Take care of it. Um, Number three, I have to say, just recently was started watching this, and I love every single episode. The Office. No, Erica's recently. So I never watched The Office when it was popular. I mean, it's still popular. Um, We watched some of it last night. It's quite humorous. But I have to say, the first I got through the first season and it wasn't really. I was like, I don't understand. Like, what's the big hype about this? Because every, you know, everyone and their mother freaking um, quotes it, or you know, like, oh, yeah. there's tons of memes about it. But um, now that I, I'm in season three, that's what we were watching last night. Right? Um, season three, it it's hysterical. Like, I was laughing out loud while we were trying to go to sleep. <laughs> Yeah, I have. A, I think I've watched like the first three or four seasons. It was good. I don't think that it's worth what it's been credited with. It is funny. It's not going to be on Netflix after like February, I think, of next year. Really? Well, they got it. Yeah, they got sold to Peacock. They got what? Peacock, the new streaming service. What the fuck is this? Peacock, like when Jay Z like, came out with his own streaming service, like Peacock, like the bird. Hmm. And so, because it. it's on Peacock, it can't be on Netflix. Yes, they sold the rights to it to Peacock. Well, I'll have to hurry up and finish watching it. Yeah. (laughs) Peacock is like the next up and coming thing. They talk about it all the time on the pod. Isn't Quibi one too? Quibi had that new uh, Kevin Hart movie come out on there. 
And I never, I was going to download it, so I watched it, and I never did. I've at least mm. seen the previews for Quibi. Yeah, yeah, I've seen the previews. I've never seen, I've never heard, heard of, Peacock. of Peacock. It's, it's coming out. It's, it's here. Uh, all right. So we got through Erica's three favorite TV shows. Mm-hmm. We got through our review of Lucky Number Seven. Must see. Pat, what do you think of Cocktail? I will preface what I thought of Cocktail with a little bit of background info. I paid four dollars to watch Cocktail. <laughs> That's four, four hammers, by the way. That's four hammers. That's four. Do- I'll turn my phone Every off. Every episode. How come you don't remember before? You should set an alarm. Thank you very much, Erica. <laughs> <sighs> I paid $4 that I will never get back. Now, when I saw that the only way to watch this was for $4, I texted Tom and I said... He didn't text me. He called me. Very oh, upset. that's true. I called Tom. I was pretty upset. And I said, I'm not going to pay four fucking dollars for a movie about your two favorite body parts. And he was like, no, no, it's cool. I'll give you the money tomorrow. I have not received said money. That's not entirely true what happened. I said, Pat, it's a big deal. I'll give you the $4. And he said, nope, nope I'm going to buy it. And he got all fucking mad and hung up the phone. She just like the fucking hammer. Anyways, Cocktail is a 5.9 out of 10 on IMDb. That's a score that is subpar to me. Uh, for the record, lucky number 11 is a 7.7. That's an alarm that doesn't Motherfucker. Uh, Cocktail has one big name over the test of time. Don't get me wrong. That girl that was in it, like I recognize the name, but she's not like a big star. So it has Tom Cruise. That's that's the whole story right there. It has Tom Cruise. Lucky number 11 has Lucy Liu from Kill Bill and Charlie's Angels. Josh Hartnett from The Faculty, Black Hawk Down, and Othello. Morgan Freeman. 40 Days, 40 Nights, too. Yep. Morgan Freeman from every movie in the history of movies. <laughs> Uh, including, by popular opinion, including the IMDb, Shawshank, which is on there the greatest movie ever made as voted by the people. Shawshank is a great movie, let's be real. Tim Robbins? Yeah. I agree, it's a great movie. Uh, Bruce Willis, who was in Armageddon, Tommy's uh, top favorite movie of all time. Cause, you great, know, movie. great movie, great uh, movie. The Last uh, Boy Scout. Out. I was listening to uh, KFC Radio today, it's a Barstool show. I'm sorry, KFC Radio? Like yeah. Kentucky Fried Chicken? Yeah, but it's Kevin Clancy. Okay. His middle name will start with an F. Fitzgerald. That's sure. what I'm going with. Sure, why not? Um, funny guy. He has uh, Casey Smith on his show. She's never seen Armageddon. I wanted to reach through the radio today and choke her. How, are you, how have you never seen Armageddon? Who's Casey Smith? Is she related to Casey Anthony? Why? Because they both have the same first name, Pat? I have a great Casey Anthony joke, but I can't tell it because I'm afraid my mother would kill me. Grumble. <laughs> Tom just got it. Tom just got it. It's fucking obvious. Anyways, Bruce Willis, Armageddon. He was also in The Last Boy Scout, which was the original action comedy and fantastic. I had never Uh, seen it. He was in that movie with the kid that sees dead people. The Sixth Sense. It has Stanley Tucci. He also sees a bunch of dead people voting, by the way. Ah, good meme. Uh, Stanley Tucci was in The Hunger Games, Pelican Brief, Captain America, and the real-life version of Beauty and the Fucking Beast. This is going to haunt me now. Now that I've seen Beauty and the Beast in its true, sickening fashion, I'm going to see it everywhere I go. Uh, and it has Ben Kingsley, who's Professor X. He was in Schindler's List. He was in Shutter Island. Pat, I'm how, just comparing... Pat, we only have an hour and a half to do this podcast. I'm comparing I what I gave to you with a bow on it 
for like a Christmas morning miracle. I just want to say this real quick before Pat finishes dogging cocktail, which is a great American I haven't story. said a single negative thing about cocktail. That's not fair. Yeah. I have not. Yeah. I maybe I'm not gonna maybe I'm gonna take a baby face turn and I'm gonna be very complimentary about it. Pat, you always take the heel turn. That's always a good valid point. But anyway, I just want to throw at least Pat did some work for the podcast. This is the most prepared I have ever seen Pat to do anything for this podcast. I'm very I'm so proud of you right now. This is what it I took. wanna hug you. I'm gonna openly share how I was able to accomplish doing a little bit of uh actual like I, I put things into my tablet today in preparation for the show. I had a Southwestern breakfast burrito today uh, for breakfast. There's a lot of hot sauce on it. And I have shit now four times. So one of the times that I was on the toilet, I was like, might as well get some fucking work done in here. Well, it's about time. Yeah. My ass is on fire, but I'm prepared for the podcast. Erica, how happy are you? You're with us right now. I'm happy I used the toilet before you. That's fair. (laughs) I also shit at Tom and Erica's house. Twice. Uh, yep. Uh, so, my first impression of Cocktail. The movie starts, and what am I slapped in the fucking face with? 80s music. And we all fucking know how much I hate 80s music. That, that might not be true, Pat, because you can no longer download episode one, so people may not know well, that. anybody who's interested, episode one had a great portion of me talking about how much I hate 80s music. Luckily for me, the 80s music did not stop there. It went through the entire fucking movie because the movie was made in a time that 80s music was being made. Yeah, the 80s. Duh. (laughs) Yeah. The movie focused largely on Tom Cruise's smile and his general sex appeal, which is why Tom thinks the movie's so great, because Tom thinks Tom Cruise is so great. At best, it was a run-of-the-mill, mediocre rom-com, designed in the same 4-4 beat as every other jovial love story of the time. It was nothing special. It was tap water. It was no one's favorite, but it would get the job done. It was socks and boxers on Christmas morning. You don't hate it, but you were looking for something more. Without Tom Cruise, it's nothing more than a toothy blowjob that reaches his climax only after you've waited an hour and a half hoping it would get better. (laughs) The fight scenes were cornier than a turd after Thanksgiving, And the predictability was on the same level as the Titanic. The movie was not fucking good. But it was good enough. Like, I didn't fall asleep during it. I don't think you watched the whole movie, Pat. I mean, fucking quiz me, buddy. How did it end? How did it end? No. No, 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 no. (laughs) I'm not falling for that bullshit. For a fucking 35-year-old movie, Pat? I'll say this. He dies on the boat. Huh? I'm sorry? I don't get it. Are you kidding? You made me watch a movie and you don't understand that reference? <laughs> oh, Jeez. that's not how it ends, though. No, it's not how it ends, because I would never spoil a movie for people. Well, actually, you know what? I'll save you the fucking time. This is the movie. Tom Cruise is going to school and gets a job as a bartender. He's going to pay for his way through school, but he has big dreams. He meets another bartender who's a wisecracking, street-smart bartender. They come up with the idea that they're going to go into business together. Tom Cruise finds a girl. The other guy fucks it up. Tom Cruise moves to an island. He's a bartender. He's no longer in school. The guy meets him at the island, fucks up another one of his relationships. Tom Cruise then 
goes back to New York and meets the guy. The guy and him are going to do something together. The guy kills himself on his fucking boat. Tom Cruise gets the girl. That's the entire fucking movie. Oh, and a whole lot of 80s rock. Pat, why would you spoil a movie for people that haven't seen it? Because that movie spoiled itself. I think it was a great movie. You probably did. That, I, okay, okay. I take that back. I take least, it back. I wouldn't say it was a great movie, but it's a good movie. There's at least a full 60 seconds of Tom Cruise's smile in that movie. Like the camera just sitting on Tom Cruise as he Tom smiles. Tom Cruise has an amazing smile. But that's when, I mean, that's when the movie came out, when he was at, like, his highest, don't you think? I don't think it was his highest. I think it was at the beginning of him, and he was likable. Okay, so that's kind of like Tom now. What year did it come out? I don't know. know. Probably like 2020, if I had to fucking guess, oh, because it was that awful. I don't. I, <laughs> I think I Erica's looking it up right now. There's fucking crickets in here. You hear that? Um, that wasn't a good joke, Pat. Um, I think it was these. Erica, what did you think of the movie Cocktail? I don't Please. remember uh, because it's not fucking memorable. Because it's from 1988. <clears throat> Jesus Christ, movie's older than me. Yeah. I don't remember. Oh, is Elizabeth Shue? Like, no. Sorry, she's from Adventures in Babysitting. The girl that was in the movie with him. She's pretty fucking hot. Uh, she's good looking. Uh, you know what? I was never into the big hair thing. That's because it's from the 80s. Well, that yeah, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Pat wasn't a fan of cocktail. Yeah, Um Shue. Do you want the $4? I'm going to be honest. No, I don't want your fucking $4. I will say this. There was a point in the movie, I'm going to say it was like 15 minutes in, where I was like, was Tom joking? Like, he's talked about cocktail for so long. Was this one elaborate setup? Like, he he purposely set me up to watch a shitty movie to see if I would actually watch it? Can, can I say, though, like, have you ever done that? Like, in your mind, something is great and you remember it as being awesome and then you sit down and watch it and you're like, whoa. Not as good as do you mean, I thought. Do you mean like a movie that legitimately wasn't as good as you thought, or a movie that doesn't stand up that like to the test of time? Yeah, the test of time. I well, guess. remember because probably I, the first time I saw that movie was when in you were the, a kid, right? Yeah, like the mid '90s, early like later '90s. So the movie wasn't that old then. It'd be like watching Lucky Number Seven, and it was probably still. I haven't seen it in years. I just remember it being a good movie. Well, you remember well, it. I, I think just, you should go back and watch it. That should be your assignment. Is you should have to watch <laughs> that dreadful piece of shit. And you want these people to go through the review again of me thinking it's a good movie? I just want to hear you say you were wrong. What's the um That's the, Indian, the first Indiana Jones movie? Harrison Ford. He's the actor. Come on, the, the, the first Temple of one. Doom. I've never seen Indiana Jones. Yeah, so and by the sounds of it, Pat hasn't either. I've seen them, but I couldn't tell you which one. I remember, which. like when I was little, that was like huge. It was a huge. It's like the original Star Wars movie, right? Yeah, that yeah. everyone loved, and it was a good movie, and this and that. And then Colin and I tried watching it, and he like left. He went up to bed halfway through it. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not watching the rest of this. So it it just didn't like. That is a really good example as... because those movies do not. By the way. Up. You said something about watching The Lost Boys. Yeah. I watched a trailer for that. Yeah. There was zero fucking chance I would ever watch that movie. Yeah, Driver Andy said that he recently tried to watch it, and it doesn't hold up like we're talking about. Yeah. I watched Monster Squad, 
fairly like within the last couple of years. Did, did you guys ever watch Monster Squad as kids? That's with uh, Fred Savage. No, you're thinking yeah. of Little Monsters, which was incredible oh. back then. I wonder if it's still good. <laughs> I don't no, Monster Squad. You were supposed had... to watch that and review it. That and Little Rascals. Little Monsters and Little Rascals. Yeah, that's a, that's weird that they both have the same start. Um, the Monster Squad. I remember being like this fantastic movie that I used to watch all the time on VHS. And it is so fucking bad. I made it through it, but it was not easy to do. This just popped into my head for one of the top comedies. I don't know why it just popped in my head. Liar, liar. Liar, liar is a great movie. Yeah. I'm not sure if it was the top comedy. I, so here's the thing. That's like a, like Scarface. I would never put in a top tier category because Scarface, while it was a great movie, if it didn't have Al Pacino... The movie's garbage. I mean, it's it's like the cocktail of gangster movies because it's guy comes to America with nothing. Guy decides he's going to do everything that it takes and have no kind of rules and become, you know, wealthy and powerful. Guy makes it. Guy gets killed. That's the whole story. Without Al Pacino, it's not good. Without Tom Cruise, cocktails, I mean, never would have been popular. Um Without Jim Carrey. Yeah, without Jim Carrey, Liar Liar is just a movie with a stupid idiot running around acting like an asshole. Oh my god, Eric is doing... (laughs) It's the claw. (laughs) That dude's funny as shit. He was uh, Robin Hood. And and this is exactly why we need to live stream this shit. For when Erica (laughs) makes fucking hand gestures like that. Um, Alright, so... Pat, what's a movie recommendation for our next review? I would say the next episode, but I don't think we have time before Drop the next dead episode. Fred. Did you ever watch that? Uh, it is not Drop Dead Fred, I will say that. <laughs> have you seen ever it. seen it? I have, yeah. Oh, that's a good one. I have not. Um, it's an old one, though, so it probably wouldn't stand up to the test of time. What was the other one I tried to give you when I said you have a free pass on Lucky Number 11, but you would have to watch what? Uh, I don't remember, and I just listened to the episode yesterday. Um, hmm... Was do, it? Do, 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 do. I feel like it was Lost Boys, but I'm not watching that. Show. No, 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 it wasn't Lost. Boys. It was something easier to find than Lucky Number Eleven. I'll think about it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump on Hulu right now, and I don't know. You uh, never you ending do whatever story. You're about to do. Well, I'm trying to think of a good movie for Patrick to watch so we can review it. So he hates it just as much. It was definitely, oh, you know what movie? No, I don't even need to look. You know what movie you need to watch because you've never seen it because you're an asshole? The Bodyguard. Kevin Costner in The Bodyguard is one of the best roles he ever plays. And Whitney Houston, I, I'm going to throw it out there. I think Whitney Houston's the best singer in history. <coughs> She's from the 80s. Um, Eric is now singing. I, I'm, I'm not, I did not sing because I didn't want that on the air. <laughs> <laughs> So, I need to come up with a movie for you. I'm trying to think. What, hmm. Like, what genre are you Something thinking? Something tells me it's going to be a real fucking piece of shit. What? Have you ever seen Face Off? Yes, Tom. I, I'm, I have a heartbeat. Come on, man. That's a great movie. <laughs> There's Nicholas <laughs> Cage, John Travolta. Come on. Great movie. here with that weak shit. Great movie. It Con Air. Con Air. Another class. So fucking good. Hmm. The oh no, it's uh. Did you watch? But did you watch Fences though? Did you actually yeah, you know watch what? it? You know what? You gotta watch Fences, Tom. Don't you <laughs> feel like going over one is good enough? 
He really wanted to go. You went on and publicly announced how shitty Fences was. But also, but also, Pat and I have very different views on social problems, right? So you may love the movie. I just didn't enjoy it. Tom and I went to see it on Christmas Day. Yes. What the year that it came out because so many people like were saying it was so good and it was in the news like right there yeah. was all these reviews that it was really good. Wait, doesn't Golden this Globes. have Denzel Washington in it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. All right, so you because have to watch... again, I mean, Pacino can carry Scarface, whatever this is. But like Denzel can carry it. Honestly, you think Tom and I and I've never done this before or since halfway through I was like is this over anytime soon like it was so <laughs> slow what? so slow I went to see Excess Baggage with uh, Alicia Silverstone when I was a teenager with a bunch of my friends and that's the only movie I've ever walked out of it was so fucking bad so what movie do I have to watch The Bodyguard The Bodyguard and you have to watch Fences Eric you've seen The Bodyguard yes yeah you agree? I mean, Kevin Costner's role in that movie is fantastic. Is yeah. Well, I really like Kevin Costner. He's yeah, me too. Actually, you know what? I changed my mind. I don't want you watching. Now fences. I'm committed to fences. Have you ever seen a dog's purpose? <gasps> I so fucking badly hope the dog dies. I'm in. Whatever this movie's about, I hope the fucking oh, that's I've I've seen that preview where the dog like dies and comes back to life as a different dog. Am I well, dog's purpose? You need to watch that, and I want to hear your honest review on. And when you... and then we'll tell you a story. <laughs> yeah, and then I'll tell you a story. Oh, now I feel bad because I probably said something that upset Erica. <laughs> what the fuck? We want... just we'll we'll preface by saying we watched it on a plane ride. <laughs> watched it on a plane ride. Got it. I don't know how that makes a difference. Because. I watched it first, and then Tom watched it. On the way back. Okay. <laughs> a dog's purpose. Oh, God. Good movie. That has... Uh, I just want to point out. It's I, not Kevin Costner. Who so far, I am the... Who's the guy that... Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid. One of the very few people that you know. What a I banger that guy literally is. literally hate alcohol. I don't like the taste. I don't like the smell. I don't like the way people act when they drink. So you recommend cocktail. And I love cats. I'm obsessed with cats. I love nothing more than cats. I have grumpy cat stuffed animals. I'm 35 years old. And you recommend a movie about fucking dogs. Yeah. Ugh. This is going really well, this movie thing. You can watch Pets. Like watch what? Pets. What the fuck is Pets? It's an animated movie about pets. No animated movies. I'll put you to watch fucking Beauty and the Beast with the new Slam. It was awful. I'm Archer. Sure I'll watch Archer all day. One okay. day I'm going to recommend that to you. I've uh, I've never watched a full episode. I've seen clips. Funny as shit. It's okay. Uh, Erica, is there anything else you'd like to add to our segment? Hmm. I can't think of anything right now. Okay. Patrick, anything you want to add? Conclude? We have to wrap it up for Driver Andy. But do not, we not wrap it up for Griff? Yeah, you know what? Fuck you, Andy. Driver Andy. <laughs> Alright, so we want to talk about something that's in the news. Uh, once again, uh, I think it's worth talking about a little bit. I don't want to get too crazy. But uh, I wake up yesterday morning. I hit Twitter. Like I normally do. Mainly because I wanted to see how my boy Pat McAfee was feeling after the fight. And I knew he'd be on there. 
Um, or was he feeling? He was a little sore, he said. Makes sense. The dude flipped repeatedly and jumped onto a bunch I'll tell you of what, people. after all the, not to get too off track here from what we're going to talk about, but I brought it up. All the reviews I've watched or heard of people, they all say the same thing that you said. Best celebrity fight ever. They can't believe the great shape that he was in, and they did an awesome job. Yeah, he was fantastic, man. Yeah, it was great. But anyway, so um, I'm scrolling through Twitter yesterday morning, and I see a post from 50 Cent of an 11-second video of a kid getting, or a guy getting shot while he's entering his car by the police. Um, and 50 Cent said, like, how the fuck can we get over this or, you know, whatever. He said, I, I don't have the tweet in front of me. But so naturally, I wanted to look into it a little bit more to see what the hell was going on. And I looked up what happened. They said that he got shot in front of his kids. Um, and from the video, it looks like he was, you can see a police officer grab him. He walks away, goes into his vehicle, opens the door. Um, reaches in for something, and when he reaches in, one of the officers shoots him seven times in the back. Um, Pat knows a little bit more into the story than I do, so we'll let him say what he knows about it. Yeah, so the cops were already called. The cops were called because there was a fight between two women, okay? So what we see when that video kicks on is a guy breaking up the fight between two women. So this guy has just effectively been relieved of that burden, Right, so he's trying to keep these women apart. The cops show up, and he's walking away from something that he was not a part of. The the, the part that he had in this was he was trying to separate these two women. Um, he walks, uh, like you said, he walks to uh, his driver's side door. He, uh, he opens it. The whole time I'm watching this, because I know that a guy has been shot. I know that it's in front of his kids. I have not watched the video. This is the first time, and I'm watching, and I'm going... Please don't open that fucking door, man. Please don't open the fucking door. And he opens the door, and a cop, well, two cops draw, and one fires. Um, so I have some thoughts. One. So, well, I have a yeah, quick question. Right? So you say that the cops were called for a domestic dispute between two women. And that he was, like you said, effectively relieved of his duties of trying to break up the fight. Yeah. Um, my question would be, why were the cops like so there's no audio behind this right and i'm imagining i think where, there is audio i i haven't heard any audio i'm not positive um no no yeah because i've heard the gunshots yes there's audio okay i i haven't seen that i mean this is like a, a cell phone from a window across the street from what i can tell that's where i saw the 11 second uh clip from oh I, okay i did see a little bit longer but not much longer so my question is why when he was walking away, like what happened to have that cop like almost grab onto his arm to hold him back while he's walking away? Because clearly there's more to the story than just he was breaking up a fight. Because why were the cops, why was he an interest to the cops and them following him with their guns drawn? Yeah, so I'm going to, we're going to get to a little memory with a silver lining like you want to well you, you had mentioned earlier we haven't done one of those in a while i have one that's going to go perfectly with this story okay well i don't want to upset your friend so let me know when i have to stop recording to put in the intro to that because your friend says i fuck all this shit up okay i don't know who nikki couture is you keep calling her my friend oh i didn't say that it was that you just said somebody said that you're clearly I, referring to the person or persons from that feedback that we got before that's not what she said in the feedback, but now I know who it was. Thanks, Nicole. 
She ain't listening anyway, because none of your friends listen. Keep going. Oh, no, that wasn't. No, that was a, that was a, a lovely young lady from Colchester that you're talking about, that feedback. Sure. Oh, oh. boy. Sorry for mixing you guys up, girls up. Uh, so these are the things that I take away from uh, Jacob Blake being shot. He walked three quarters of the way around an SUV. I mean, he literally went from the passenger side rear tire to the driver's side door far enough, like he walked past the door because he went into the door. That means, now this is an SUV. This is not a fucking Mazda Miata. That means that he also walked past a very large hood, right? I don't know how many, countless times we have seen people pressed against a hood so that they could be handcuffed. You know, you kind of use the hood as leverage as a police officer. There are a plethora of police officers. I'm going to say there's far more than two, but two that had guns drawn on him by the time there were shots fired. Uh, nobody at any point tackled, tased, blocked, or fought this guy. They didn't slam him against a hood. They didn't bring him to the ground because this guy had plenty of time to be stopped. They didn't stop him. So I don't know this whole story. It seems very weird to me that if they were concerned or in any way worried about their well-being, they didn't prohibit this guy somehow from doing what he was doing. And again, I don't know. Maybe that fight gets broken up and the guy says, I'm going to go grab my 22 caliber pistol out of the driver's side door. I don't know that he didn't say that. I also don't know that he didn't say, fuck this, I'm getting my kids out of here because they don't need to see this shit. I don't know what led to them letting him, clearly letting him walk to his vehicle. They followed him. They didn't stop him. So that to me is like red flag number one. Boom, nobody stops this guy from walking. Red flag number two is two cops pull firearms and put guns to this guy's back at point blank range. One cop's gun fires seven times. That means the second cop had the presence of mind to say, there's no reason to shoot this guy. Because if there was any reason to shoot that guy, both of those guns would have fired. Both cops would have shot that guy. There wouldn't have been any question as to whether or not it was deserved because they would have the same story. And it would be, our lives were threatened or our lives were in jeopardy or the kids' lives were threatened or the women who were fighting lives were in jeopardy. None of that is said by this video. What's said by this video is one of those cops knew that what was happening wasn't the right fucking thing. Is that it? No. Here's the last thing that I have to say about this before we get to a memory. This guy wasn't accused of a crime. I'm not saying he wasn't a criminal. I'm not saying he wasn't convicted. This guy wasn't accused of a crime. This guy was breaking up a fucking fight. I want to... This guy got shot I want to know for where, being somewhere. Where did you hear that story? What story? That he was breaking up a fight and that's why the cops were there. Uh, I'll say a news source. I, I honestly couldn't tell you. I read several... I, I read the same story a hundred times on a hundred different things. You know what I mean? So I, so I, I just want to make it perfectly clear. I have done... I've seen the video. Yeah. I don't know nothing else about it. Um, I do have some thoughts on your thought on your points. Yeah. But we'll get into the memory and then we'll get into my points or my thoughts. 
Memories, memories with a silver lining. Silver lining. Silver lining. Okay, so there are several. I mean, we could, we could. There's a plethora of stories that we could use to just kind of swap in and out. There's the one that comes to mind that is not related to me because the Gallagher boys are known for making what could be called questionable decisions in defense of other people. Uh, Tony, we were at uh, like a big festival. I think it was Berkfest, you know, like the Jerry Garcia band and a bunch of those bands. Basically, you're just drinking, doing drugs and hanging out with the thousands of people in tents. Uh, Tony watched a dude kick a dog in the face and Tony ran over, hit the dude in the face and took the fucking dog from the guy. Like so, <laughs> what I'm going to the story that I'm going to tell is actually a very toned down version of something similar you know like we we care about other people especially people who uh maybe do not have the best defense for themselves i don't know why this guy was breaking up that fight i don't know if one of these girls was his girlfriend or his wife i don't know if he didn't even know either one of them you know what i mean i have no clue why he was there but so i'm riding down uh the street if you if you're going down i think high school hill and you take that right and you're basically at the police station you know it comes out across the street from walgreens or whatever we're there. I have Lush with me. That's, for the record, that is not a name we made up for the show. Lush's real name is Lush. So I have Lush with me, and we see this girl running down the road. She's, I'm going to say mid-20s, and she's obviously crying. She looks like she's uh, being followed by an axe murderer, the look on her face. And there's a dude not too, too far behind her. He's also running. So I immediately pull the car to the side of the road. Lush is freaking out. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? Leave it alone. So I jump out of the car. I get between the two of them. And uh, I'm just like, uh, you know, what's going on? She's like, I, he needs to get away from me. He is being aggressive, blah, 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 blah. And the guy's like, listen, man, this is what's going on. She just told me that she wants a divorce. I'm just trying to talk to my wife. And I'm like, okay, well, now it's not like that conversation isn't taking place right now. Clearly, she needs to cool down. Clearly, she's terrified of how you're reacting. So there's a lot going on. There's a lot of emotions going on. You need to get the fuck out of here. The guy's like, listen, I, you know, you're not involved in this. I want to talk to my wife. He was very, very uh, nice to me, probably because I'm not small and Lush is not small. And at this point, Lush has gotten out of the car and he's standing with me because as much as I'm an asshole, uh, he's not going to let me be an asshole alone. So... At some point, basically, the guy's like, is there any chance of me talking to my wife? I'm like, no. There's a good chance of you catching an ass beating if you don't leave your wife alone now. And he's like, well, what the, like, what the fuck is she going to do? I'm like, I don't know, man. I'll give her a ride to the police station. It's right there. I'll give her a ride to her mom's house. I don't know what's going to happen. It's not going to involve you. Because I don't know what the fucking story here is. But I can clearly see that there's something very, very scary to this woman. So this is all going on. And... Out of nowhere, there are cop cars everywhere. I'm going to say four. We can ask Lush. There are cops everywhere. So I had parked, luckily, because, you know, like they were running. So I parked kind of far up the road, thinking that, you know, I needed to get ahead of them. So cops are out of their car. Cops are walking over. They have not gotten to us. They don't know what's going on. They don't know who's guilty of what. They don't know who knows who. They don't know who's married to who. Lush and I were out. Like, we walked away. I was like, we're not dealing with this. This has nothing to do with us. She's safe. There's cops everywhere. We're getting the fuck out of here. We were in my car and gone. I did not get followed. I did not get threatened. I didn't answer any questions. I was not asked any questions. 
I was nobody pulled on my shirt. Nobody shot me in the back. We both opened car doors. There was no danger. And not only that, at no point did I think there was any danger of me being hurt by those cops. I don't know. Like, we could chalk that up to white privilege. We could chalk that up to maybe somehow the cops knew exactly what was going on. I can't imagine that they did. But we were out of that situation. When those cops pulled around, they saw four people in a situation. Very clearly, four people in a situation. And that guy was backing down from me who was moving forward towards him. So there was definitely a credible threat to that guy's well-being. And nobody stopped any of this from happening. Nobody threatened us at any point. We were, I don't think, ever at any risk. My my point here is this guy's story is fairly similar to that from what I can tell. Even if there was a fist fight that he was involved in, like if this was two guys having a scuffle next to that car, I still don't see how this ends with him getting shot. So what's the silver lining message? The silver lining is white privilege is real. That's that's what I'm going with. That's not. <sighs> I'm sorry. That's not the silver lining you wanted, bro. That's I don't agree with that at all. All right. So Pat and I just paused the podcast to do a little bit of research into this for a couple of reasons. One, I don't like when people talk about white privilege because, to be honest with you, I don't feel privileged. And I will not, I don't feel that I should feel bad for being white. That being said, do I feel that I, I happen to live in a safer community? Absolutely. Do I feel like in my community, my chances of getting shot by the police are significantly less? Absolutely. Does that mean they're significantly less? I just think in my community, people in general, it has nothing to do with race, are less likely to get shot in my community. Well, you're saying in my community, what's the what's the base of comparison there? What other community are you referring to? Other more quote unquote dangerous communities, Baltimore, Atlanta, these inner cities where uh, African Americans or people of color are getting shot. Okay, so just based on what you're saying, your community predominantly what race? It's predominantly white. Okay. And the other communities that you're referring to, that you're comparing to? Are minorities. Okay. That's white privilege. I'm not they saying have you just as much privilege as me to live in these communities. I got news for you. I don't feel guilty for one second for having the privilege of being white. I didn't make a decision. I haven't done well, something so to have white my, privilege. Uh, when people say white privilege, though, I, in my opinion, this is just my opinion, people... Say that to put white people down to feel bad. I don't, I shouldn't feel bad. I was born this way. I have no control over it. I'm nice to people as long as they're nice to me. It has yeah, but to do that's with, not what, what you said was you don't believe in white privilege. I don't. But we just, you gave us an example of white privilege. You no, are, I didn't. They have just as much of an opportunity to live in my neighborhood as I do. Well, where were you born? I was born here. Okay, so you were born here. Where were they born? But they have just as much of like you and I. Oh, you and I have argued about this forever, and we're going to continue to argue. They have the same amount of opportunity as I do to get themselves out of that situation. It may be harder for them, absolutely. My, I, it has nothing to do with me being white that I was growing up here. My mother came from the ghetto. I'm just saying, 
you were born here. That's right, because my mother took herself out of a bad situation and moved her family out of a bad situation. Okay, so that's by, called good parenting. Has nothing, and she was there. Well, no, by by that logic, your mother elevated her situation, correct? Absolutely. Which is like your goal in life. You want to elevate one step from your parents, or more, whatever. You want to elevate like the the bloodline, right? So, who's to say that these the the people in this video haven't? Like, we don't. This could be a step up from whatever situation they were born into. So you're saying they have the same opportunities. It, they may be several steps away from this neighborhood. So they may have taken the same number of steps that you have taken, but they're in a further place back because they started further back. Yeah, it's up to them to make, to make those steps. Nobody forces them to live there. I mean, that's a whole different topic, but there are systems in place to keep them there. Yeah, it's called the Democratic Party. But anyway, we went back and we looked at what happened. We did. We, we read an article that came out 29 minutes ago. True story. That says Jacob got tased. He True was story. The, the story is, nobody knows, but his lawyer came out and said he was there to break an altercation. Now, the cops were called on Blake saying he wasn't supposed to be there. And then the person that called the cops became uncooperative. So, well, let's, okay, so let's draw, let's infer what we can from what we've seen. It sounds like, though there is no 100% solidity to this, it sounds like maybe there is a restraining order, right? You with me on that? There could be, absolutely. Okay, so he was in a place where there was a restraining order in place, and he was being uh, taken out of that situation by use of a police taser. Yes, he did get tased. Okay. After he got tased, he gets up and walks around the front of his car. Goes into the car, and that's when one of the officers... Now, both officers... Now, I'm wondering, because in the video, it's far away. I'm wondering if the like second... 50 feet. 50, well... It's far enough yeah. away to where... This is my point. One officer... They, it looks like they both have weapons drawn, they correct? What if, the, one of the, what if the other guy had a taser? And he's the one that shot him with a taser, and the other guy shot him with a gun. With that, we can't tell from the picture. We could probably zoom. No, well, those no, camera it's, it's, no, because all the all the stories say that both officers had firearms. Not so one of them. All the stories say that. Yeah. Right. But what I'm saying is, in that video that we have, it's too hard to see. I'm not sure that it is. Like, okay, maybe on your computer monitor, but there. I mean, that's you have, the camera quality. It has nothing to do. With, my point this is, is you a have, gaming monitor. This thing is perfect, crystal clear. My the video apologies. Was good. Uh, my point is, if one of those is a taser, one of these news channels would have called that shit out, and I would guess it would be again like abundantly obvious. Again, we don't know what the police station saying. We know that the officer that shot him is on administrative leave. Yeah, he hasn't been fired. He's on administrative leave, which I think is like the the necessary first step in any of this. Because you're going to get so much bullshit in every direction, on um, every side. Now listen, I'm not saying I justify what happened to him. I totally agree with you. If you shoot the guy with a taser, and he gets up and walks away, your next course of action before you fire on him should have been tackling him, whatever. And there are plenty of officers to handle this one guy. 
I only saw two. You only no. saw two? Yes. I only saw the two officers that were in the original video. Now, I wasn't looking for other officers. I may be wrong. But the problem I have with this is the gentleman opened his car door, reached in, and I don't care. At the end of the day, while I agree with Patrick that we need to hold our police officers to higher standards, right, they are in a very specific field that they need to be held accountable for. They're still human at the end of the day. Fear, adrenaline, all these things play a factor. This guy, from what I understand, is a known felon. He And he's had, I believe, gun charges before. Reaches into a car. And if I'm just putting myself in a police officer's position, you don't know what he's doing. He could have been getting in his car to drive away. It doesn't look that way because he reaches in hand first. But... He could have been, but at the same time, he could have been pulling out a gun. And at what point, like, do you wait for him to turn around with the gun and fire at you? Or, no, did he have to shoot him seven times? Absolutely not. Do I think that adrenaline was pumping and he shot him more times than he should have? Absolutely. Two, three, probably would have done the trick. I disagree. Avidly disagree with that point. If you're going to shoot somebody... Shoot them to kill them. Unload your clip. If he had more rounds in his gun, he should have fired those ones too. Because that cop wasn't shooting to stop him. He was shooting to kill him. Because you would never, ever be in a be in a position where you're shooting to slow someone down. If you feel strongly enough that you should pull that trigger, you better kill whoever you're no, shooting. No, I may at. be wrong with this. I'm not a police officer. I know that when I went through my gun training, yeah, they tell you that shoot to kill. Yeah, oh yeah, you on your especially if if there's like a home invasion and they're in your home, you better not shoot them once. That varies by state, by the way. It does, but the the logic there is, I mean, it's it's one hundred percent logical. No, I if do somebody agree. Breaks with you, it in my but house, I believe police officers are trained to wound, not kill. Uh, police officers, uh, the last I knew, and we're going back a very long time are trained to shoot for mass, meaning like shoot for the body, not the face, because you have a much higher percentage well, of that's shooting it. Yeah. Um, I can't imagine training somebody to wound. That's such a bad plan. Well, in one way, in situations like this, if they just wound him instead of kill him, which he, he's not dead. They're saying he may be paralyzed. Um, them just shooting him and wounding him is is way different than them killing him. So okay, so I get I get what you're saying. You're saying that there's, um, there's more to the story than we see, which I think anybody and, can agree and, with. Well, and here's with the exception of George Floyd, which we found, well, and that's not even true because we found out later on down the line that he was possibly under the influence, of, which doesn't excuse what happened to him. But there's always more to the story than what originally gets released. I don't disagree. What we keep finding, though, is with these stories where it's, you know, there's there's more to the story. It's these little details that never end up justifying the ends. Like, the means don't justify the ends. So, George Floyd might have been on drugs. Perfect. But they're not killing everybody that's on drugs. So, okay. This guy may or may not have been reaching into his vehicle. But... 
how often do you see somebody just walk away? Uh, the dude is not running. He's not sprinting. He walks away from the police, gets to his door, opens it, and then gets shot. Okay, so let me ask you this, Pat. Learning now that this guy's been tased. Yeah. Gets up, walks away. How much shock do you... Now, remember, these people are still... These police officers are still human. So how much shock are... Like, dude, we just tased him and he still got up. And that's maybe why they're like... We're talking about 11 seconds from the time that guy stood up, walked around the front of the car and got shot. 11 seconds. It's not a long time. How much shock do you think there was for them to be able to not react to that? And then he's in there. Oh, my God, what's he getting? I'm, I'm human. He pulls a gun on me. I'm going to die. And he shoots him. So what you're saying is they made an error in judgment. I don't... I, in my opinion, I don't think so. There well, is no way on this earth that that guy's life is more valuable or... It, it goes both ways, right? Right. One person's the, the value life, of the lives are the same. Yes. That doesn't... So if he turned around with a gun and shot the police officer and killed him, it's, it's the same story, just a different way around. Well, first off, let's start with... Remember the part where we read where the guy had a gun? That part didn't exist. But it... I get what you're saying. There was a chance there was a gun. The fact that they let him get to where he got to is where I have the problem. Because if these... In 11 seconds, Pat, after tasing him, I yeah. I just don't feel that... So now you have a, a guy who's not at 100%. He just got tased. And he's just walking but that's the fuck not... away. But you also, I get what you're saying. The cops this are, goes back to the movie Flight. Have you ever seen the movie Flight with Sully? Or maybe it's Sully. you never seen Sully? Oh no. my god, that should be the movie you watch. Fucking incredible. It's about yeah. the guy who landed We're the plane. We're past that. It's about the guy who landed the plane in the Hudson. Okay. Okay? So they tried to crucify this guy. Because he didn't turn the plane around to go land at the uh, airport. Instead, he landed the plane in the Hudson. Yeah. Because what... What, so they did a recreation, right, with a simulator yeah. with pilots. And he's on trial because they want to bury him. And was put him he in, a pilot? Yes, he was the pilot okay. of the plane. And he's on trial. And they have other people simulating a flight. And what happened was on takeoff, they ran into a bird, like a flock of seagulls or something. They went into the motors and blew one of the motors. Sure. And they knew it. So every single time when they hit the birds... The pilots would turn the plane right around. They landed safe every time. Right? And the only reason the guy got off is because he said, you're not in, you're not including human, interact, like the human thought to sure. prepare for emotion. the situation. Emotion, the thought, the panic. How, how am I going to resolve this situation? You need time to think. So he asked him to ask 30 seconds to it for him to regain his thought. And then turn the plane around. Every single one of the pilots crashed the plane when it went back to land. Now, mind you, he landed the plane in the Hudson and saved every single person's life on the plane. Okay. It's a true story. All right. So, let's start with the reason that was made into a movie is because it was so remarkable. What we're talking about is not a remarkable thing. What we're talking about is something that happens all the time. I understand, but a, this a is... A pilot going down in an airplane is not an everyday occurrence. This, in America, right now, is an everyday occurrence. I don't think it's every day, but... You don't think that police officers are responding to domestic violence disturbances every day? 
I bet you the Torrington Police Department is responding to domestic violence yes, every day. Yes, I, I agree with you. They're okay. also not tasing people every day. You don't think cops are tasing people every day? Not in every city. Okay. What about that one? Probably not. All right. Well, it is Wisconsin. I'll give you that. Uh, these guys, a pilot going down in a plane is something that they don't train for. I'm sure. I think they do train for that. I'm Girls, not how done. Would, how would I don't know how mean to react? ever. I don't think they train for it as frequently as police officers train to restrain somebody. I'm not. So they did try to restrain them with a taser. And when option one fails, I understand there's a protocol to follow. Yeah. I absolutely agree with you. Yeah. And did they not follow protocol? Absolutely. I agree with you. I'm not disagreeing with you. I think the problem that I have with this is they're not including human judgment and do i think there was a lapse in judgment absolutely they didn't think fast enough they didn't react fast enough and the guy ended up getting shot but at the same time this wouldn't be a headline story if the guy turned around and shot the, the cop and no you're right they didn't find a gun in his car we don't know what he was reaching in there for we have no idea but at the same time why were you reaching into your vehicle what were you doing i don't disagree reaching into the car is a bad idea but Okay, by your logic, this guy had just been tased and was being attacked. He was breaking up a fight, then he was being attacked, he got tased. So now Hold he on, has all of the... Oh, no, 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 let's go. Because now he has all of this human error, all of these emotions running. He doesn't really know what's going on. So he is getting into his car where his children are. Maybe he's just trying to get his kids out of there. We don't know what's going through this guy's mind. It's 11 seconds, Tom. Maybe he's just trying to get the fuck away from the situation where he's being electrocuted. So if anybody can make a like a poor judgment call in this situation, let's assume it's the one who just got electrocuted, not the two who are together and trained for this situation. Something tells me this guy has not been through a training course on how to get away from a police taser. He also hasn't been to a training course on how to react when the police show up. Correct. I agree. I I I don't know how much more news people have to watch. When the police show up, like, clearly, the cops shouldn't just walk up to him and shoot him. Right. Something happened for that to happen. Now, if he just would have... It, it goes back to the George Floyd thing. George, if if you didn't resist the arrest, would this have happened? That's a great question. It's fucked up that we don't have an answer to it. It also goes back to the Breonna Taylor thing. If she wasn't just sleeping in bed, would they have still broken into the wrong house and killed her? Two different stories, Pat. Two different, two totally different things. You just brought up a completely different story. No. But you're saying, both of them you're saying if this guy had reacted differently, maybe he wouldn't have died. Brianna Taylor was sleeping in her bed and two got different things. killed. Both people were resisting arrest. Who? George Floyd and this gentleman. Okay. That, so they're the same. It's the same type of story. I'm giving you one better. She wasn't even resisting arrest. Yep. That was a mistake by the police going into the wrong house. Do I agree with what happened to her? Absolutely not. Well, no. The, going into the wrong house is mistake number one. Shooting somebody who wasn't in any way a threat is a completely different type of problem. Yes, I understand. It's two different stories. It's two completely but different you, things. You're, so he, you're saying this whole situation... at one point was a threat. You're saying this whole situation... Is based on this whole situation. You're saying these cops only had 11 seconds to react. This guy sees black people getting killed who were not doing 
the wrong thing. This guy sees black people get killed for doing the wrong thing in a situation. How long ago was Breonna Taylor killed? Not that long ago. What's down that long ago? Two, three, four, five years? No. Hold on one second. I'm going to go ahead and Google that. I don't what know he did date. see, though, six months ago was George Floyd resist arrest and get murdered. Correct. He got murdered by the police. So why would you resist arrest? Just go to jail. Huh? Hold on. So that's the most un-American thing I've ever heard you say because you are a diehard American. So you're saying if the police are trying to arrest me, I'm going to go, I'm going to let them arrest me and charge me with whatever they want to charge me with and then I'm going to fight it in court. Okay. Enjoy being ruled by England because if we didn't put our lives on the line to fight for our freedom, we you're... would still be under English rule. We'd just all be under arrest. Huh? That's what you're saying. No, no, no. Just let them do whatever they want to do. That's to not what you. I'm saying. Just don't resist arrest. Like, that's why we have the the way we have it made. Is yes, you may get arrested, but you have to have be charged with a crime. Okay. Okay. If they're Again, accusing you of a you crime. You do not have to be charged with a crime. Brianna Taylor was not charged with a crime. She didn't get arrested. She got murdered. Two different things. They were trying to arrest him. He resisted arrest because he was accused of a crime. Brianna Taylor's death was March 13th, 2020. Well, not just, five years ago. Okay, so right around the same time as George Floyd. I didn't know. Yeah. I, Pat, I never heard of that story until you told me about it. Ahmad Arbery is another one who should not have been killed. I mean, the, the list of names is ridiculous. I don't know how you don't see that list all the time. I see the list of names. Because I'm not out there looking for it, It Pat. reads like a I fucking war memorial. Own, I, I hate to say this, Pat. I really do. I live in my own world. When I when these things come across, I look into them a little bit. But to be honest with you, and I really, like, you're not going to like this. Nobody's going to like this. I'm not out breaking the law. I don't put myself into a situation to come in contact with the police officer. The, to come in contact with police officers. I try not to speed. I try to do anything I can not to get involved in police officers. And I understand in certain situations, you can do everything you can not to do that, and you're still going to get involved with them. Mm -hmm. But you know what I'm going to do if I do get involved with them? I'm going to do what they ask me to do. And it's as simple as that. Okay. So let's just say, let's, let's flip the entire, let's reverse roles. The cops are frequently in headlines for going after white people, okay? Then you, maybe you're speeding, okay? So you get pulled over. Now, you were going 15 miles an hour of the speed limit, right? And the cops want you to get out of your car so they can search your car. Now, they have no probable cause. Do you get out of your car? Yes. You know it's your right to not get out of your car. I understand it's my right, but if I have nothing to hide, I will get out of the car and let them search it. I have nothing to hide from the police officer. Okay. That's a huge problem. That's that's why cops feel invincible. Because I understand because that, Pat, but at the same If I time, don't get out of my car, then they automatically assume I'm a criminal. Not a law-abiding citizen, which I am. I'm the person who just went... No. Well, I mean, if you don't have a reason to search my car, I'm certainly not getting out of it for you to search it. Well, and that's and you can do that. And then what you can do is ask for their supervisor to be there. That's your right. Roll up the window and wait for the supervisor to get there. Have you watched the videos on Facebook of them saying no to the supervisor thing? It happens all the time. Like, no. 
Absolutely not. Get out of your car. They're smashing windows. They're doing all kinds of crazy shit. If you're afraid of a police officer in this guy's situation, you have all the right in the world. And if you're trying to get out of that situation the reason, after you've been tased. But see, Pet, this is what you don't understand. The reason why I do, it's the same reason why I listen to my parents. I'm 31 years old. If my parents tell me to do something, I fucking do it. You want to know why? Because I'm scared to death of what they're going to do. Okay. And that's, if I get pulled over by the police, it's the same thing. They have authority over me. They are the police. They are policing our communities. I'm 0% scared of either one of my parents, and I still do everything that they ask me to do because it's a sign of respect. I do what I'm supposed to do, and if they have an opinion, I listen to it with an open mind. And if there's a hard rule, I follow the hard rule. Like, I don't walk around my mom just saying, like, cocksnatch because that would offend her. Okay. My dad would probably be entertained by it. But my point is, I'm not afraid of them. I'm also not afraid of the police. Now, I pay the police. They're a service provided to me by the government. I, I don't owe them anything. In fact, my taxes have already paid whatever debt I might owe them. So, fuck if I'm going to let them violate my rights because of what? Is it the badge that you're afraid of? Because you just said you are afraid of your parents and you listen to the police because you feel the same way about them. So you're afraid of the police. It's, it's the respect, like you said. Whoa, 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 I said respect. You said fear. I say fear turns into respect. I've said that many times to you about my son. Fear is the microwavable version of respect. Okay. So you can fear somebody and not respect them all day. Very easy. Okay. You don't. So you do or don't agree with that? I fear my. I've said this since I was little. Or since I've been, I'm trying to picture Tom Little, and it's very difficult. I said this since I was about 20 years old. The fear for my parents that I had when I was younger have turned into respect, and that's how I feel. That. And at what point did your fear of the police turn into respect? I've always respected the police because I fear them. And it, I don't understand you're why you fear, fear them. Fear, I, it, it's not that I I respect them enough to do what they ask me to do. Why? Because that's what I was taught. Okay. You were taught that there were nine fucking planets. Do you remember that, Pluto? Yeah, and then they found out that there wasn't, that Pluto was a star, not a planet. What's your point? So what you were taught was not exactly accurate. So you're telling me I shouldn't respect police officers, so I should walk around flipping them off, telling them to go fuck themselves, they're pieces of shit. That's a pretty drastic change of what I said. What I said... Was that I don't fear police officers. I will show police officers the exact same level of respect that I would show anybody else. So let me ask you. Have this, you Pat, ever seen you me disrespect po- a police officer? Pat, let me ask you this. You get pulled over by the police. Yep. Somebody robbed a gas station down the street. Okay. Said they had a pistol on them. Okay. The car that they were driving matches your car. Okay. A description of your car. Maybe not the exact car because they don't have an exact car. But sure. Blue sedan. Blue sedan. Perfect. Got it. They ask you, now, you, it wasn't you, but they asked you to get out of your vehicle so they can search the vehicle just to make sure that you don't have any weapons and that it wasn't you. Zero percent chance of getting out of the car. Why? Because there's a lot of blue cars on the road. See, maybe, yeah, I'll get out. You can search the car. It wasn't me. How about gather more information before you pull me over for nothing? Okay, we're going to have to agree to disagree. 
I agree that we're going to have to agree to disagree. The fact that, like, I can't believe we don't agree on this guy getting shot is murder. He's not dead, so it's not murder. Good point. I can't uh, believe that we don't agree that this guy getting shot was attempted murder. Yeah, we don't. I'm so glad we covered this. Do you think that that better. police officer's life is l less valuable than that? Than that gentleman's that got shot? I'll say the same thing I said the last time you made a ridiculous statement, and that's I will respect police officers the same as I respect anybody else, which means I value their lives the same as the other. So you don't think that... The difference is I don't put them on a pedestal. I don't treat them like gods. I don't think it's cool that they hide behind their badge. I don't think it's... None of that is okay with fucking me. You don't know either of these officers. I know that those police officers are willing to shoot somebody for not a justifiable reason. And to me, that's not okay. So you don't think that that gentleman reached into his car? I don't think that policeman... I don't think that gentleman ever should have made it to his driver's side door. I agree. I would much rather see that gentleman get beat up and handcuffed than shot seven times. And I don't think they needed to beat him up. All right, we're going to transition away from that horrible topic. And uh, Tom McDonald, if you guys don't know who he is, is a rapper that I've never heard before today. Pat tried to get me to listen to him. I never did. Uh, Sunday, I think it was. Sitting out on my front steps, scrolling through Facebook. Some kid posts this YouTube video of people so stupid on Facebook. So I go and watch it. And it's this amazing song. Pat, do you want to say anything before I play it? Yeah, I put Tom McDonald in, I'm going to say my top five, arguably. I, you know what? I'm going to say my top three rappers of all time. He's not incredibly famous he does he's worth like 12 million dollars so people know who he is tom mcdonald if you buy a tom mcdonald cd you're buying it from him directly he does not have a publicist he doesn't have pr he doesn't have a record label he doesn't have any of those people it's him and his girlfriend nova she does the uh, artwork for the albums and she does she helps him with the hooks on the songs she's been in his videos uh, so this is a self-made guy who has opinions that probably aren't fit for the industry to begin with um, it's an industry that uh, certainly is not in complete agreement with how he feels about a lot of the topics. He also, I mean, agrees with a lot of stuff. He's, he's kind of, he just speaks what's on his mind. Uh, the, the catch for Tom McDonald for me was he was a pro wrestler. He <laughs> didn't make it in pro wrestling. He decided to be a rapper. And uh, yeah, lyrically, this guy's insane. I started listening because I heard a... Uh, Oh, man, I can't think of what it's called. Holy shit. A beef between him and Mac Lethal. A diss track. There you go. So he made a diss track uh, called Math Mac Lethal Sucks. And then he won made one called Lethal Injection. And those two tracks, the Mac Lethal Sucks and Lethal Injection, were just hilarious. They were, I mean, his angles and his views and his wordplay is top notch. And uh, I couldn't get enough. So now, I mean, I'm a big Tom McDonald fan. Uh, when you buy an album again, it, it comes directly from him. He every autograph, every album comes autographed, um, and he makes the money. So I don't know. Like I, I'm not even sure he could come after us for putting his music on the podcast. I don't know if he's got a copyright on this shit. I mean, the dude seems to have his shit together. But this song in particular is very topical to what's going on 
just kind of in general. And he has a lot. He has he has a song about coronavirus. He has a bunch of songs about the music industry. He has a bunch of songs about politics. And uh, this is kind of a big, a big uh, combination of those things, right? Would you agree with that? He kind of touches on everything a little bit, just people um, being stupid. Yeah, in general. Uh, if you don't like rap music, uh, I'm sure you'll still like this song. It's pretty good. We'll play it now. <laughs> Now being fat is beautiful. Name the thing that you can do. Jumping jacks, run a mile, live past 42. Man, it used to be cool to just flip a bird to the system. And now it's trendy to be triggered and pretend you're a victim. It's my race, it's my weight, it's because I'm a Christian. I hate the internet and anyone who has an opinion. And everybody angry if you say white. Okay, fine. Ask me to brush and I'll paint my face to the shades right. Let's talk about abortion. Sorry, tell me how this works. Bacteria is life on Mars, but a heartbeat isn't life on Earth. Weird. Trophies to children for losing just because they decide to play. We exercise our right to vote and hate the politicians. Ay, this is a democracy. It's partly your decision. Ay, this is weird. Feels like this a different year. If I identify as a female, then when my balls and penis disappear. Children want a gender switch and hating men is feminist. Depression and anxiety are trendy. We're too sensitive. Invented any genders. Mad the world is not accepting it. Then gave them more attention than normal women and men can get. What a contradiction. Being human is so tragic. Focus on minorities, ignoring all the masses. Hallelujah, everyone. Activism saved the planet. No more plastic straws and paper, just paper straws wrapped in plastic. Congratulations. People are so stupid. Why are y'all so stupid? Get better problems, I swear to God, they all want to be so dumb. People are so stupid. People are so dumb. People so boo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-h
racism, homophobia, politics, feminism. I mean, he touches it all. Basically, he's saying stop being such a fucking bitch. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's definitely a song about pussyfied America, which we talk about on a pretty frequent basis. Um, there's some seriously key lines, man. The can't get a doobie on a plane, but there's Uzis in our schools. Yeah, because we care more about security at the airport or security at the bank, for that matter. We put a guard on your money, but... Not a guard on your kids. Yeah, I mean, how many kids got killed before we started, like, just locking the door and putting a camera at the front door? This is a true story. Uh, when the last school shooting was, which I couldn't tell you when it was, but, um, like, the last big school shooting, I, at that point, Eric and I both had our permits. Yeah. And... I told Eric I was going to buy her a small 380 to keep in a purse with her at all times. Okay, oh, she's, she's in the school system. Yeah. And she's like, well, I'll lose my job if I get caught. And I said, I don't fucking care. Because you losing your job is more important, is not as important as you getting shot by some fucking retarded kid. Oh, I shouldn't say retarded kid, but you know what I mean. I get what you're saying. Pat gets super upset when I say retarded. I think the majority of people understand what I'm saying. That's part of the pussified America, I think. Pat uh, doesn't people get upset at all when you say retarded. I understand face, the terminology that you're using. If anybody here could see your face, you did one of those. That's because I was thinking of Erica. Oh, I don't say it in front of Erica. Erica listens to the podcast. That's totally different. She's not here. Um, no, but you're not saying retarded as in somebody with a learning disability. You're saying retarded like stupid. You're using the term yeah, in a slang so way that's not its actual purpose. Yeah, people are stupid. Um, I watched an interview one time, and uh, Eminem was getting blasted by GLAD, the Gay and Lesbian Alliance. Um, and they they were questioning his use of the word fag. And he said, I don't say fag. Like, I'm not sitting in a recording studio calling Dr. Dre a fag, and I'm, I'm like referring to him as a gay person. That's not how we use the term where I come from. Fag is like dork. Like, don't be a dork, man. Don't be a fag. So, no, I, I don't... First off, I don't get offended by much ever. Uh, I can't think of something that offends me. Um, but certainly not words. Words, I try my best not to use the words that I know people find offensive. But never, yeah. never I mean, am I offended. If you're offended. triggered by words, you have... Yeah, there's bigger fish to fry than the word itself if you're upset about the word. Uh, this is a true story. I actually... Until recently, it, I think now it's become more of a joke between Pat and I. Uh, but Pat used to call me a piece of shit. Why is, why is that a joke? Real nice. <laughs> uh, and it seriously bothered me down to my core because I guess uh, I know that I'm not a piece of shit. Like I do everything I can to help other people when I'm in an like when I have the ability to help other people, I help other people. Um, and especially my friends. Yeah, like I'm living in Tom's house for 16 months back then calling him a piece of shit. And he's like super offended that I would truly feel that he was a piece of shit. Yeah. So no, we kind of, uh, we call each other a piece of shit. Pat doesn't say as much as I do. Um, I've kind of turned it into, uh, well, if I'm a piece of shit, you're a piece of shit. And we're just going to keep it moving. Apparently off our last segment, he thinks I'm a piece of shit for real. So... That's not true. I we have a difference of opinion. I'm I'm perfectly fine with that. I'm not. Yeah, okay. Well, well, apparently you really think I'm a piece of shit, which again 
perfectly fine with that. Facts. Yeah. Um, but to the song's credit. Oh, yeah, we we're talking about that song. The uh, dude has, it's not just this song. It's his entire body of work. Now, mind you, I have not, I started to follow him on Spotify. Yeah. To, um, but I'm not a big rap music. I, I like old school rap, like the Eminem, the 50 Cent, all that stuff that was popular when I was a kid. Um, but I do not listen to much new rap. I like, I don't listen to rap music at all. Well, as you know, I also don't listen to much new rap. I mean, there there are a handful of rappers putting out music right now that I can listen to. Uh, Joyner Lucas, Logic, Tom McDonald. Yeah, see, NF. I tried to listen to the new Logic album. Eh. Like, I wasn't... Cri- but I remember you got all... You know, you got a hard on when he dropped the album on a Friday. So that's Saturday. I listened to the whole thing when I was at work. Yeah. And, eh. See, like, I... That music doesn't appeal to me. What appeals to me about this is, one, I can hear what he's fucking saying, and I can understand it. Logic is, a, first off, that's an absolute requirement for me. So I don't care in any genre of music. I don't care what genre of music we're talking about, whether it's 80s fucking rock, country music, whether it's rock and roll, whether it's alternative, whether it's rap. I'm a lyrical person. I don't care what the beat is. I don't care how cool you are on the guitar. I don't care how great your drummer is. No, see, I... I used to not think I was a, a lyrical person, but hearing you explain that, because I like a good beat, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, but if I'm listening to a song and it has a great beat, but, you know, they're just repeating some fucking dumb shit, especially in rap music, man, like newer rap music. Well, mumble just, rap has really, like, mumble rap is intolerable to me. I've never even listened to one second of mumble rap. I don't, you and Mark refer to this, uh, you and Crispy uh, refer to this all the time. You listen to Mumble Rap back in the garage because Doobie Dave listens to it. And it's the... Well, I can tell you this. Every time I walk into that fucking shop and he has the retarded <laughs> music blaring so loud I can't hear myself think. Yeah. I turn that shit right the fuck off. So um, maybe that's what it is. Um, but this guy, this song is probably my new favorite song. Just because it points out every single thing that I think... When people talk about the fucking straws or, um, well, okay. So what it really boils down to, cause he's not, he's not taking a stance on any of these things. And that's one of the things that I absolutely love about him. Like the dude talks about Trump, but he doesn't insult Trump. He also doesn't say Trump's his favorite president ever. He speaks about things in a direct light. He doesn't really put his spin on much. I'll tell you what, so his what we're, perfect the perfect analogy for what you're saying yeah. is... He's like the news, but a good news channel? No, not even. The bacteria on Mars is life, but a heartbeat and a baby... On Earth. On Earth, isn't it? Or wherever it is. Right. So, so what he does, to me, is he exposes hypocrisy. Right? He's not saying he's pro-life. He's not saying he's pro-choice. He's saying, if in fact bacteria on Mars is a life then a heartbeat on Earth has to be life as well. He's not saying that bacteria is life. He's saying if it is, then, you know, hey, if A is A, then B must be B. Um, A perfect example of that in this song, he says, uh, and everybody's angry when you say white. So he says, okay, fine, pass me the brush and I'll paint my face till the shade's right. Well, if being white is offensive... 
but being black is offensive. You know, like white people can't be black. They can't. Yeah, they can't act black. That's offensive. They can't me. say act black. That's offensive. They can't do blackface. That's offensive. So the only thing left after you take away all of the offensive things is to be white, and that's offensive too. Yeah. So it can't be all of those things. He's saying, you know, um, I'm a hater because I can't relate to gay pride. I can't relate to gay pride. I don't have straight pride. I'm perfectly fine with gay people. I don't have a problem with it. I don't care. There was a time when I would like almost like uh, be weirded out. Like if two guys, not girls, because let's face it, I'm a dude and I'm just okay with lesbians for whatever fucking reason. But two guys like in a movie would kiss and be like, ugh. But even that at this point doesn't bother me. Um, I have to say, I I don't really like to see two guys kissing, but that doesn't mean that I hate them. For, that's just not my preference. Oh yeah, I'm not like watching it and rewinding the clock. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, as I seen it. Um, why the fuck were you watching me masturbate, Tom? <laughs> what the bro. fuck was that? Um, no, he, he's he's saying you know I, I, I'm not I'm not homophobic because I don't date other males. That's not uh, that's not a stance either way. The dude is so good at playing a level keel, right, and not stating an opinion, but very much exposing idiocracy and other people for, you know, shoving their opinions down your throat one way or the other. Whether it's, you know, you you can't be gay because that's uh, against God's law or, you know, I, we're queer and we're here and very in your face. And I get it. I totally get that. That this is no different than um, the the over action is because of an over. I guess the overreaction is because of an over or a lack of action for so long. So gay people, um, like I guess we'll say. I don't want to say this because it's not my opinion, but the best way to put it would be to say uh, putting themselves in your face, right? isn't because of anything other than the necessity to do that. Because for so long, gay people have been told it's not okay to be gay, that now the response to that is, not only is it okay to be gay, but I'm going to be so fucking gay. No, Pat, so let me ask this, because I agree with you, right? Yeah. Or I agree with that stance, that uh, it's not everyone, right? No, this is a... It's certain people from those groups. Yeah. That say, well, I, I have the right to be to be gay and almost like push it on you. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, now again, I think it's been oh, I think it's been politically okay, acceptable, acceptable to be gay since probably the early two thousands. I think we started to accept that as a culture. I actually still don't think that it's socially acceptable to be gay. What? Man, Listen, you, don't, you don't think gay bashing is still happening? That, that'd be like saying... Um, that'd be like saying there still aren't racist people out there. Of course there are. Of course those hate groups still exist, but it's it's not... Like, this isn't the 1930s. So you're saying we've made progress. I'm saying we're just not there. I don't think we disagree. Well, I think we, I think it's socially acceptable. I think it's socially acceptable to be gay in, in our world today. That's a socially acceptable thing. 
while I do believe there are still hate groups out there, no matter what happens, there's going to be hate groups out there that you can't stop that. I think that this is when I think it'll be socially acceptable when it's not a topic, right? So, so like on a, on a dating app, for example, somebody will put that they're bisexual. Well, I don't need to see that. I don't, that, that topic never came up. I didn't ask you about it. I don't need to know that you're bisexual. If I'm interested in you, I'm interested in you, right? I don't need to know that you're interested in girls. The fact that you feel the need to put it out there means that it's still not where it needs to be. It's it's no different, like Morgan Freeman says about... But do you know why they put it out there? Well, when they're on a dating site looking for men, no. Because they're looking for men and women, so they have to put that they're bisexual. No, no, no. If they were looking for men and women, like a couple, they would put that... I mean, they list that as well. Um, no, but there's... But if, they, if they're on... If they're in a profile being viewed by men, then they're not looking for women in that particular setting. This, have you seen the thing that Morgan Freeman says? Like, I'm not going to be able to quote it, but <laughs> basically he says, like, there shouldn't be a Black History Month. He shouldn't be referred to as a black actor. He shouldn't be referred to as a black male. The word black should just be taken out of it all. The word white should be taken out of it all. Yes, I've seen that. I think it's 100% accurate. Correct. I. It's the same in every one of these arguments, whether it's 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 a difference of opinion. I or No, it's two different I guess, mindsets. I guess I see what you're saying. To that person's defense, saying that? I actually, so this is true. I say this all the time. I've said this for as long as I can remember. The one thing, I truly think that Eminem is the greatest musician in the history of all time. I mean, if you go to school for music at this point in college, you're learning about Eminem, specifically. Not not rap, but Eminem. You know that for a fact? I do. I had a buddy who went to uh, the Berkeley School of Music and sent me pictures of his textbook and was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Here's your boy. Um... So I want to see those to see. Had Eminem had the ability to stay relevant in rap music and use the N word, I wish that he would have, because I think it would have taken the sting out of it. Because the reason the N word hurts so bad is because it's always used either by black people or in a negative way. So if somebody who was white used it in a irrelevant way. Right. Like, so Eminem, I guarantee you, I'm a thousand percent on this. Eminem uses the N word around Dr. Dre and 50 Cent because he was raised in a culture where that is a part of the language. He should have incorporated that into his music. Now, the problem is the pussyfied America would not have accepted that from him. And I get that. But had he made it normal, the word would no longer have the meaning. Right. It, w- it would have died. The N word would have died with his success. I don't think that's true. I like to think it is. I, there's no way of telling, well, obviously. I like to think it is, too. And, but you could use it on the reverse, right? If they stopped using it in their culture, it might die as well. Well, they didn't use it in their culture when they were being called it every day by slave owners. I mean... Yeah, that was... No, no, I'm just saying. But you're saying we have proof that that didn't work. We don't have proof that my thing wouldn't work. It's not that we don't... It's not that we don't have... It, the word was born from hate. I totally agree with so you. So if people were using it in a non-hateful way, on a complete playing field, not just one group of people, if everybody used the word in a way that wasn't represented hatefully, then the word would no longer carry the sting. I don't believe that's true. Because Eminem is part of that culture. He is part of that group, even though he's white. He wouldn't. That word would not be accepted from him. 
by that culture, even though he's a part of it. I don't think that, I don't I don't know. I don't oh, you know. know what? I say that man, and uh, I don't know which I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck this up, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say somebody says that, and they don't. But there are guys like Jelly Roll and uh, Bubba Sparks and uh, Paul Wall. I don't know which ones of those guys use the N-word. Some of them do, and they're still accepted by that culture. So maybe he would have still been accepted. I think he definitely would have. I think it's great that he got to the level that he did of GOAT yeah. and never did. Yeah. I, I mean, the like the... The counter to that would be like Will Smith doesn't use any of the dirty words and made it very, very big. Why do you look at me like yeah, that? Yeah, as an actor. Dude, Will Smith was a legit rapper. Listen, Will Nightmare Smith's... on My Street is a fucking fantastic song. Listen, uh, Will Smith just Will did Smith's a remix. rap music sucks. Joyner but... Lucas's song, Will, Will Smith just did a remix of. The song is about him. So Joyner Lucas did this yeah, song. You... Oh my God, I've heard this story a million times. Nobody gives a fuck. I mean... I give a fuck. And anybody who's a rap fan gives a fuck. All right, tell your story. Joyner Lucas made a song called Will that is about Will Smith. Tom wants to get punched in the face. Uh, it's a positive song. So, like, everybody's out there making diss tracks or talking shit. Joyner Lucas makes a positive song about Will Smith. Will Smith hears it, loves it, does a remix of it, um, and just kills it. Absolutely kills it. Will Smith's a legit rapper, bro. Nah, his wife cheated on him. Who the fuck cares? Um, Heartbreaking. Yeah, she's a whore, just like the rest of them, except for my wife. Beautiful. Um, yeah, so I just thought we'd play that song. I really enjoyed it. Um, this podcast got a little bit long. I think I'm going to cut out that whole middle section. We'll see. Um, Understandably so. Listen, if Tom cuts out the middle of the podcast, we got hot. We got hot. And uh, Oh, I'm still hot. Tom's still in a bad mood over it. I'm physically hot because it's about a thousand degrees in this basement that might be part of it. but uh yeah so w- w- okay why don't we in case you do cut it out why don't we graze over it pat and i got into a very long discussion about um jacob blake who got shot by the police in his car we came to the conclusion that we agree to disagree that um i feel oh see i wasn't even going to go into detail about who felt how oh well pat doesn't Pat feels like the police should have de-escalated the situation before it got there. And I'm not disagreeing with him. I just feel that you have to incorporate human error or human thought, not even error. And then I feel that him reaching into the car was justification because you don't know, even though they haven't found any weapons on him, you don't know what he's going to pull out with. And that police officer is trying to go home to his family. That's how I feel about it. Pat doesn't feel it was justifiable to shoot him. Um, and it feels like it should, and I agree, it should have been de- de-escalated before he got to the car. Um, but anyway, enough with that. Um, let us know what you guys think. Send us some feedback. I want to mail out a shirt next week. Um, this episode is coming out on Thursday. Um, Twitter, number nine pod. Facebook, number nine podcast with Tommy. Uh, website, number nine podcast.com. Pat, anything you want to throw in here? Yeah, so uh, I have a meme in front of me. It says, uh, you're hoping I fall down. I'm praying you get on your feet. We're not the same. Do you feel like as you get older, and uh, like this is this is my parting thought for this episode. As you get older, do you root for everybody else? 
like on 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 a complete global scale i hope like everybody gets the the lottery win or like you know is happily married or enjoys their job like i don't wish ill will on people anymore man i don't have like a a jealousy i don't have professional jealousy i don't i just i want everybody to be fucking happy i don't wish ill will on people uh i gotta be honest with you pat i said this earlier on the show i live in my own fucking bubble i don't worry about other people that aren't in my bubble because I'm like I have no control over that stuff. So yeah, but, I okay, worry so about like, the people in my bubble. Um, I I hope good things for all people. I hope that there's a fucking day when you and I could do a podcast and we're not fighting about what was right or what was wrong. And the world's a heavy place. Unfortunately, the world's not fucking unicorns and gumballs. I think that's my point, man. Like, okay, first off, I love like a movie with a bad ending. I love it. I love it when the good guy dies. Like, I'm not opposed to it at all. The movies that make other people cry, but I'm like, fucking good movies. Fucking... It's not real life. Exactly. In real life, I just want fucking happy endings, man. Not like at the Tokyo Hall Spa. Like, I want people to enjoy fucking life, man. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, that's the whole reason why I'm doing podcasts is to try and enjoy my life. Because let's face it, work sucks. I like, the real it. work that I do. This is work. But other than arguing with Pat the entire two hours... I I enjoy it. I feel like I did more work than you on this podcast. I paid that fucking four dollars. I had to sit through a dreadful movie. You got to enjoy a movie. Pat, your four dollars Yeah. Has nothing on the amount of money I've spent on this podcast. It's not the only money I spent, but it did catch me up. I mean, I think we're pretty much even. Wait, you bought four microphones? I paid four dollars for a movie. That's the microphones couldn't have been more than a dollar each, right? Yeah. They were a lot more than a dollar each. We each bought three shirts. Mason bought a shirt. Somehow Mason spent money on the podcast. Well, he's supporting the podcast, unlike yourself. Again, I invested so much time in cocktail supporting this fucking podcast. You're not even including the money that it costs to upload this shit to to have our wonderful viewers listen to it. That doesn't cost us money. That costs you money. That's right. The website. The website costs money? Yes. Man, you should really start a GoFundMe. I own a dot .com. Do you? Yes. Do we? Is it we? No, it's it's 100% me, Pat. Everything, when uh, I file my tax this year, it's all me. What's, what's our website? Our we- website doesn't exist. My website for the podcast is number9podcast.com. It would be nice if all of you could support us by going to our website, Number9podcast.com. Yeah, send us some feedback. Uh, I believe in the next couple of weeks, we're going to put a donation uh, page up on there if you guys want to help donate. to. Oh, a legit GoFundMe. It's not a GoFundMe. Oh, okay. But a donation page, if anybody wants to throw some money our way, we're definitely down. Look for that in the next couple of weeks. What are we going to use the money for? To, well, we can start by reimbursing me for these fucking microphones I spent a shit ton of money All on. All right, so equipment. Equipment, I'm with you. Bettering the podcast. And hopefully one day we can make enough money to where I can quit my job. I was just leaning towards t-shirts, man. That's a whole different avenue, Pat. A whole different avenue. Can we do bumper stickers? We can do whatever the fuck you want. All right, I need, I need feedback for these things. I need feedback. Should we make bumper stickers? How many people would want them and actually put them on their car? I need feedback on... And pay for them. 
if if I run oh yeah no that's what I mean yeah you gotta buy the bumper sticker and I'm sure they won't be cheap well I'm sure they'll be like fucking five ten dollar bumper stickers fucking ridiculous but we gotta you know, how much do you think a fucking normal bump, bumper sticker costs oh, 99 cents about, about the cost idiot. of a hammer you're an idiot uh, also I'm gonna start roasting somebody other than Tommy and I need feedback is it going to be A Tommy's mother B Tommy's sister C Tommy's wife or D you have the opportunity to fill in the blank the only way you can give me feedback is through the 9,000 sources that Tommy lists all the time. You cannot text me. You cannot call me. You cannot DM me. You cannot IM me. You cannot VM me. You cannot DM me. He doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. You can DM us on Twitter. You can uh, send us a message on Facebook, or you can uh, go to the website, number9podcast.com. Uh, thanks. That's the show. Twitter has a DM? Yes, Pat. <laughs>